Say you're a professional landscaper. You're not just tough. You're professional grade. And so are your tools. Because you got best-in-class Echo X-Series products. You got a perfect balance of power, weight, and performance from a professional-grade 56-volt battery system. Max-out battery tech that gives 100% power till a 0% charge. Echo X-Series means best-in-class tools for best-in-class pros. So when we say Echo is professional-grade, we mean it. Echo. Power on and on. This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. Hello, it's Lee Salisbury here. Welcome to Pop From The Box, the behind-the-scenes podcast that goes behind the scenes of your biggest television shows, speaking to the biggest stars. Big Brother started back on our screens this week. What do you think? Everyone's talking about it on social media. I thought I would catch up with someone very special and bring you this little bonus midweek edition of Soap From The Box. Enjoy. My guest today is a perfect midweek treat when one of our biggest TV shows has come back to our screens this week. He was the first ever housemate to win Big Brother. Can you believe it? I can't. 23 years ago in 2020. He's gone on to present many TV shows. He's had chart success and is now a regular on YouTube. And it's here to talk about something very important. Forget Bob the Builder. He's the nation's favourite. Craig <laughs> Phillips. Hello, mate. Hello, Lee. How are you? <laughs> I'm very well, thank you. That's a lovely introduction, thanks. <laughs> First of all, 23 years ago, I can't believe it, can you? Yeah, time has certainly flew. Sometimes I look back at the programme and think it was only 23 minutes ago, you know, life has moved really, really quickly since then. But then when I think of all what I've crammed in in the last 23 years, it feels, you know, like four or five lifetimes yeah. ago. Yeah. Now, we're here to talk about home, sir. They've got some very interesting research about fixing things. We're going to get to that with winter months coming. But let's keep a big brother for a minute. I mean, it's a very, very different show now. What I loved, I mean, I don't know what, I don't think it would probably work now because people are so used to watching more. The the original series that you were in, I mean, it was literally you guys just sat there with nothing. (laughs) Now there's a kind of game every two minutes, isn't there? Yes. I mean, it, it, it was a game changer back in 2000. Reality TV wasn't born, you know, so it was the kind of the pioneer of it for us and you're right it was a, it was a plain quite a drab house there wasn't much going on in there and he picked 10 relatively normal people let's say who moved into that house and I generally sat on the couch every day thinking how on earth can you make an entertainment program out of this you know <laughs> yeah, I, I was wrong you had no idea that people were watching obviously back <laughs> no, then I think I was the last person in the UK to realise who was watching and how many was watching and how successful it turned out as a format and you you know it, it's rolled out and here we are now 23 years later and you look at the house today and comparing it to where we were then yeah it's kind of luxury compared to where you were now Wait, i mean when did you realize it was so big probably as people started leaving i suppose and you started hearing the cheers or was it well, literally when you left that you realized how momentous it was 
Yeah, each Friday when someone else was evicted, that door would open and we would like bungle them out and say our goodbyes. There was a lot of big studio lights on us, so we couldn't see beyond them. Big Brother would drown us out with quite a, a loud music. I think it was the, the Paul Oakenfield's Big Brother music, you know, would drown us out. So we didn't really hear the crowds that were gathering the other side of the bridge. So it did leave us questioning is this successful is yeah, they just play these sound effects because no one's turning out, out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so for me that you know the penny dropped uh once i kind of started to walk across that bridge and uh, i met my family and met little john harris and things and then we were took on stage and within it you know only a minute or two of that live show ending you know i come out maybe the last six minutes of the program i'm, I'm guessing you know and it was quite explosive, all the fireworks, Davina interviewed me, all the housemates came. And then I was rushed away. I was literally bungled in a car with bodyguards, a police escort, and all these people wow. raced away from the studio. And that was a bit panic. I was like, wow, what, what, what is happening? What is it? And no one was really talking to me, to be honest. It was quite <laughs> scary. And I remember getting taken to this big, big posh hotel and we got took in the back door and the management and all people were waiting there and I got took into this suite where there was about 20 people in there and there was the press officers from Channel 4, there was Brett Carr, who was the psychiatrist who interviewed me beforehand, I remember his face and other people there writing books and various things and then I remember them sitting down to me and, and Brett Carr said to me, he said, Craig, I just wanted to speak a little bit of normality because it's quite explosive over the studio. Before you see your friends and family, he said, tomorrow morning you will be on the front page of every national newspaper. Wow. You'll be on every radio station, every news bulletin, every TV show. You will be the most talked about person in Britain. <laughs> I get goose pimples on my arms. Yeah. Because that I was the first think... time this had kind of happened. We have to remember to everyone listening, this was the beginning of reality telly. Like no one yeah. knew you could be famous from just coming on a show like this. No, not at all. Because the people famous then in the UK were talented sports personalities, were musicians stars, or maybe yeah, politicians. Yeah. You know, that type of thing is what we seen on our TV screens and we deemed as as, as famous or household names. Uh, now I've been in a house only for sixty four days, and I didn't feel as if I'd done anything besides mess around in there. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I've become this household name where he said, you know, that the whole country knows who you are. Which and I'm and I'm guessing life did never change. I mean, it then changed for you completely because you did become a TV star. You got you've yep. done. I mean, too many series to even talk about over the years. Like we said, you've even you're even in the charts. I mean, that must have been a bit of a surprise. Like we said, suddenly becoming a music star in your own right. Yeah, well, I don't know about the star, but <laughs> <laughs> you raised a lot of money though. Which, raised a lot of money, which is amazing. What, what did it, but... happen was yes, because. You're quite famous at that point, you know, I hate using that word, but every opportunity was coming our way. And at the time I was supporting the Down Syndrome Society because a young Joanne Harris, the Down's yes. girl, I went in yeah. for, you know. So um, the, the 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 record label said, would I want to be part of a, a single, you know? And uh, I was like, I can't really sing. And like, <laughs> that doesn't matter. That hasn't stopped yeah. people great Simple, before. small yeah. little thing, you know. Yeah. But, um, but it was a great experience. We we went to Fort Williams in Scotland and, and shot this video. And little John was in as well with us. And, I think it went to about 12 in the charts, you got to maybe. 14, near. 14, 14 was not, it? Okay, then, 14, yeah. 14, not bad. Yeah, yeah still but, that's... 
That's but it good. raised tens and tens of thousands of pounds for the cause, what we were doing. So that was the main thing. It was just one of them weird, wonderful experiences that came and went, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then obviously lots of TV shows doing building work. And this yeah. new research from HomeServe, obviously yeah. winter's coming up. I am totally this kind of person. 67% of us, this research says, uh, we're, well, we will have problems over the mm. winter. And yeah. basically a lot of them, a lot of us would just leave it and hope for the best. <laughs> but actually, HomeServe urging the nation for us to switch on our boilers ahead of winter just they to are. check first of all that the pipes aren't frozen and that you're not going to be left without hot water which would be a nightmare wouldn't it in the cold absolutely you know we know the same prevention is better than cure so when I teamed up with them I've seen their data first there was over 2,000 people of homeowners and it was quite alarming to see that people were putting off some of these repairs or maintenance because they were concerned about the costs or they didn't have the knowledge of what they were looking for to potentially see a problem so we decided we'd shoot five little simple videos which again you can find on home website where it shows you what to look for and what to do and the top five that were coming up was problems with people's boilers they're not didn't have any hot water they didn't have yeah. any heating they had frozen pipes blocked drains etc that the list really goes on you know so we focused on the top five and that was to show people this is how you bleed a radiator with a key it takes seconds you get the air out of it do them all around the house and then go to the boiler now some people are think oh it's a boiler i daren't touch it and we're not asking people to do work on the boiler or dismantle or anything whatsoever. no absolutely what, not what we're saying is over the summertime your water in that sealed system can evaporate because it's not being used in the heating so what you need to do is top it up and underneath the boiler there's a little small tap you don't need any tools so we're not going to intimidate people thinking they've got to have used tools on it just turn that tap and you can hear the water start to come in there's a little dial on the front of it that people should keep their eye on and the little needle on there will hover and you want it to go in between the green marks on that dial not in the red marks that means there's too much in there you just want to get it to the green dials you turn it off while you're doing this of course once you get that water pressure up you turn it back on by the fuse and spare which will be close to the boiler once you've done that then have a little look at your radiators and just check them for the next half an hour or an hour to see if they're all working fine and you've got all the air bled out of them and if they're all working fine then you can turn it back off i mean we're asking people to do this today you know it's it's yeah yeah time. yeah god I, I did mine yesterday and i haven't done this Good. I it's straight afterwards no i didn't Good. do what you're telling me to do <laughs> i've got to do that because the well, old wives do yeah, the old, I mean, I, I never know what to believe. And this happened to me last year, which was a big mistake. You know, like when you, I went away on holiday and mm -hmm. thought, oh, I'd turn it, that I don't want the heat, to save money, I don't want the heating on at all. Yeah. There was a cold patch and came back and obviously everything had stopped. You should never probably just turn it off, should you, full stop? Not really, no. I mean, a lot of more, more modern boilers, let, let's say if it's under 10 years old, they will have a kind of an anti-frost device in them. So that will measure if the temperature drops below or close to one degrees you know and it'll automatically cut in and just circle a tiny little bit of lukewarm water it's it's not that costly of course it's going to use a little bit of yeah, energy but yeah but, in, but keep it but on in my view if it is just circling a little bit of um, warm water throughout that system on them freezing cold nights it can only be a good thing you know because if you do have a burst you know it can run into thousands well, that's the thing isn't it if you leave these damage. things yeah, I can understand people obviously being worried about money at the moment because cost of living yeah. is so huge. Sure. But actually, if you leave stuff, it can become a hundred times more expensive. And that is the message. And that's what we're trying to get across. If you can 
if you ignore it or bury your head in the sand and hope it's never going to happen to you, we hope it doesn't. But unfortunately, it does happen to some people, you know, some very unfortunate, unlucky people. So if you, you know, watch our videos, think about what we're saying, do them a little bit of check. Where can we watch the videos, Craig? Where can we watch the videos? If you go to homesave.com stroke UK, all the information is on there. The information from the data, which is is interesting, but also then five videos as well. You know, we urge you to share them with your friends, share them with your family, because you hopefully will be doing them a favour one day. Yeah, saving money. Do you find now you are a renowned kind of, you know, it's like, you know, God forsake if you say you're a a, a tarot card reader or something and someone asks, do you get constantly asked for advice wherever you go? Do people kind of come up with their little house problems? Yes, yes. Across all our social media, Media platforms we're constantly getting us and it's it's nice it's a compliment you know it's certainly not a problem for us we're, we're, we're friendly on social media and anyone comes with us with an issue hopefully we can point them in the direction of a video to help them I mean my wife and I Laura we've been creating videos for five five years now and um, hopefully we've got one to be able to get people out of the big bother that they're in you know um, but other other than that it most people do you know they turn to the internet nowadays i even turn to the internet i know yeah to do anything i know this thing you can find a video to know how to do it can't you it's amazing isn't it we're so lucky now absolutely you know 15 20 years ago we didn't have that privilege you know so we find that most people some people find diy daunting right and a lot of people say oh no i'm useless at that and i say what have you last done and they say well i don't do it because i'm useless at it well, yeah, but you've you got, tried. To, you've got yeah. to start somewhere, yeah. you know, and if you own your own house, it's kind of your responsibility, isn't it, to maintain it and look after it. So we say to them, start off very, very small. I mean, these five videos we've done off are small, simple ones. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Inexpensive as well. Do them, you feel empowered, you feel proud of what you've done and then start looking around your home. What else can you improve? What else can you make it more comfortable, you know, to, whether it's your home or your garden? There's millions of videos out there that that help people do that okay well they are brilliant now back to big let's get get back to big brother um yep. do you keep in touch with any of your original housemates um you, be I honest to, I, I spoke to brian dowling yesterday big brother two he was over in ireland i spoke to him um and i was on a tv show with nadia last week oh um, right oh wow yeah, yeah. nadia, nadia from, i was, think big yeah. brother five or six but the last big brother housemate i seen who was in my house the first one was nasty nick Oh, that was in yeah. uh, Sydney, Australia, six years ago. Wow! And I mean, what, what, I mean, you all must have been as shocked at the time. I mean, did you what, did you ever consider wishing you hadn't gone in? I mean, obviously, you've had such a great career since. So, has it been? I mean, would you ever? Get, can you think back before going in about how life was? Yeah, yeah, I can. I can remember how life was, and and I certainly have no regrets of going in the house. I've got to say, ninety nine percent of my experience. Um, after the house have been very good and very positive, you know. Um, not not everyone has had the had, had the fortunate you know uh, outcome of it as as I've had. But I generally well, I think but- things like we said, like you said about watching these brilliant videos about mm. um, for the winter. I suppose the, the the downside of that is say when Big Brother's on is social media. People have such a strong opinion, like which you probably didn't have at the time. You know, people weren't yep. there on Instagram, yep. kind of either ripping you apart or celebrating, which probably was a good thing, I suppose, isn't it? Yes, yeah, I do believe it's tougher nowadays for the housemates in Big Brother or any reality programmes where they are quite, you know, highly scrutinised for what they do, they say and how they behave um, through social media, you know. So we did not have any of that. 
So, you know, for me, I look at it as the social media, it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? Yeah, you know, yeah, it no, it is. Very yeah. helpful. Like for today, we're trying to get the messages out, you know, to yeah, people which is to great. help them in their house. So, Well, like anything, useful. positive stuff is brilliant, but let's yeah, forget yeah. negative it's, stuff. It's useful in there, but ha- ha- people ask me on social media or stop me in the street, you know, and they say, I've applied for Big Brother or I've applied for this. What advice can you give me? And I'll kind of... Before I jump in there, I hear them out. What are they doing in their life now? Do they have a backup plan if it's yeah, not yeah, successful? Yeah. Because I believe I'd, I'd encourage anyone to do these type of programs if they feel they're stable enough, you know, to 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 take the criticism and things that you. Because even if you come out the winner, you're going to get criticised somewhere down the line. You don't please everyone. Yeah, you've got to have a thick skin, basically. To yeah, go absolutely. Like and I think you've got to have a backup plan as well. You know, if yeah, you haven't yeah, got yeah. a backup plan of a direction of a career or a job or something to go back to, and you're hanging all your hopes up on this reality TV program to come out successful. It, it could be difficult for you, you know. You could see a completely different side to it and yeah. affect your life, you know, in a more negative way as opposed to a positive way. And what drove you most mad about it? For me, it would be sleeping in the same room with everyone and the lights coming on at a different, you know, whenever. <laughs> that would be my thing. Was there one thing that, that you could... That wasn't nice, no, no. That was quite rudely awakened by all the lights. I, I, I found the boredom in there was very right. hard. Before yeah. I went in, I run a busy building company and I, I worked 100 hours, you know. I was juggling a lot. And to be in that environment with with no phone, no watch, no wallet, no no, no meetings, you didn't have to be anywhere. You just sat around. <laughs> yeah, just sat around with people. no schedule, yeah. That's where I found it the most difficult in yeah, there. Yeah, that's really a long did. time. Yeah. Right, and quickly, we always play either or just to end the show. So, uh, tea or coffee, Craig? Uh, coffee, please. Building site or TV studio? Ooh, building site. Oh, yeah, good. Back to basics. It's a better laugh. <laughs> Having a shower in front of the UK or just at home? Uh, at home. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, My really? days of showering in front of the nation are over. I know, it's yeah. It's pretty sight nowadays. You probably didn't realise <laughs> that, that it was then. Was, you probably didn't realise you were in front of the nation either <laughs> no. back then. Uh, bricklaying or singing? Uh, bricklaying. <laughs> and Nasty Nick or Nasty Nick? I mean, you're Nasty Ooh. Nick or Nasty Nick Cotton? Uh, oh, Nasty Nick Cotton has blast from the past. Yeah. Oh, Nick. But, oh, Nick Bateman's my one. Yeah, you're Nasty Nick. I remember I remember being in France when that was on and it was the talk of the world. It was incredible when that happened, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Um, well, but listen, go on, go on, um, go on that website. Uh, give us the website again, Craig. Yes, it's homesave.com/uk, and you can get Craig's little diary room videos there of how to prepare for this winter. It's been an absolute honour to speak to you. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Thank you very much for the support, Lee. Cheers, and happy winter. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs>